0: Aloha. Soul Dancer here, the founder of Soul University. Thanks for joining our class today. As always, have a pen and paper handy so that you can jot down your notes. And at the end of the class, you'll learn how to dive deeper into this material by joining us online and and in person in our weekly classroom conference calls. In this segment, we're going to look at extreme self-care ideas. In this class, we're going to look at that fine art of saying no. And it is an art. Next, we're going to explore some fun, healthy rewards. How can we create rewards that are both fun and healthy? And the last thing we're going to look at is that gift that perspective brings in our life. And that gift of perspective is going to help us not only create some fun, healthy rewards, but it's also going to be a key to being able to say no with far less stress or guilt. All right. Saying no. Saying no is an extreme self-care practice if you have a hard time saying no. (laughs) So... Let's just get a little reality check here. I want you to look at your calendar. Whether that's your smartphone, whether that's your paper calendar, whether that's something hanging on the wall. Let's look at your calendar. And for those of you who are also organized and you do those to-do lists, get some of your to-do lists out. Just pull them out in front of you. Look at your calendar, get your to-do lists. And as you look at your calendar, how many things have you scheduled on your calendar? Or how many items on your to do list get transferred to the next day or the next to do list? Does your to do list ever end? <laughs> does your calendar ever give you more time than you need? Or does it seem like a month will go by and you go, my God, what happened? We're already in the middle of January in this series, and we just celebrated the new year. My request for you to look at your calendar and your look at your to-do list should help you get a gut-level check on how comfortable you are in saying no, no thank you. And for some, is this an extreme self-care act for you to say no? No. It could be very difficult, depending on how you were raised and what culture you were raised. I know in the Western model, it is very common, especially for most religions, that you do not say no to other people's calls for help. And it's rather selfish for you to take time for yourself. So after the holidays are done now, I beg you to start learning how to say no without feeling guilty, shameful without having regrets by it. One of the ways that I often find myself double checking on a yes or no is if I say yes to something, can I still maintain a healthy balance in life? If I say yes to something, is it going to throw me completely out of balance on what I sense I really want to do? If it's going to throw me out of balance, I have no problems with saying no, sorry, can't help you. I have a resolve in that no. That energy in that no. When I say no to someone, there's no debating the no. There's no need to feel bad about saying the no. That fine art of saying no, I'm going to invite you to get to a space inside yourself that by saying no to someone, especially to someone who you probably have said yes to, too much. (laughs) Just let them know that this year you're making changes. We talked about this in a couple of other episodes. You're making changes this year. And give people a warning shot across the bow that you may be saying no more often this year. Let them know changes in the wind. That builds the space to begin to create some fun, healthy rewards. Let's shift. Topic number two, exploring ways to create some fun, healthy rewards. Now, what I mean by rewards is something that enhances life, enhances your life. That is a reward. And rewards are often seen as something large and extravagant, and they can be. I'm talking about very simple rewards that are both healthy and they're fun. For example, a healthy reward, and you probably are gonna groan at this because I know I've talked about this in past classes, a healthy reward that you can enjoy, especially when you're feeling kind of nibbly, is having a glass of water. And you might be wondering, So how on earth could having a glass of purified water be considered a healthy reward? How can that be fun? Well, from a perspective standpoint, first off, being well hydrated with purified water means for me that I'm most likely clearing toxins out of my system. By clearing toxins out of my system, I have a much healthier immune system. Being more healthy means I can generally have more fun. It's generally not fun for me when I have the cold or the flu or whatever the office virus is that's going around. That that seems to be quite plentiful at this time of year. So, by healthy, fun rewards, small things that bring a smile to your face, and plenty of them, plenty of them, healthy rewards. I'll let you get creative on your own end, but it. keep in mind, the fun factor, we might have to dial into where you're at with fun first. The holidays can be a lot of fun, and it can be somewhat anticlimactic after the holidays are over. Life doesn't seem to be as fun. There's not as many parties to go to, as many people to meet up with. It's kind of like, okay, we've got to get back to life. It's not as fun. Folks, that's a perspective which leads us into our third topic for segment seven, class number seven of our Holiday Rescue Series. We've talked about perspective in the past, and it bears repeating, because perspective is one of those things that, wow, how does that saying go? Change your mind, change your world? The gift of perspective. Does taking care of yourself... From your own perspective, how do you read that? Is that one of those luxurious things that a few very wealthy people get to do because they have all the money and time in the world and that doesn't apply to you? So therefore, from your perspective, you take care of yourself only when you absolutely have to and that's generally when you're really sick? From your perspective... What does a reward mean? When you you think of a reward, is that one of those guilt-ridden things? Like, oh my God, do I really deserve this? Do I deserve this reward? Is a reward filled with angst? Because if you take it, you might like it. And if you like it, you might get used to it. Ah! Where are you at from a perspective that you and I and everyone you know and everyone you don't know is worthy of fun. I'm going to issue this call to action. The call to action is to do something every day to help you feel good. What is something you can do every single day to help you feel good? Now, for me One of my key things that I do every day is to drink at least 64 ounces of water, purified water, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to run to the bathroom a lot. But I have discovered that if I'm not making a trek to the little boy's room every hour because I drank an 8-ounce glass of water that hour, if I'm not going to the bathroom just about every hour, then I'm storing up toxins in my body, number one, Number two, I'm probably getting dehydrated. And if I'm getting dehydrated, I'm most likely I'm going to feel tired. I'm most likely going to have the possibility of having a headache. Because the first place our body draws water from is our brains. So one of the things I do daily to help me feel good is I keep enough water in my system. The second thing that I'll invite you to think about to help you feel good good on a daily basis is to explore more and we've talked about the whole thing between exploring and analyzing in a couple of other segments explore more can help you feel happier and what I mean by explore is yeah you've heard this before life is a journey not a destination Analyzers are busy with the destination. Let's get to the destination. Do whatever it takes to get to that destination. Whereas explorers are more interested in how the journey is unfolding. And if you've forgotten how to explore, watch kids. Watch infants. That's all they do is they explore. They haven't figured out analyzing yet. Definitely watch animals. Animals love to explore. So each day, I invite you now to discover something by exploring it a little more. Take a moment to explore something that you've probably seen a bazillion times, heard a bazillion times, tasted, touched a bazillion times. If you're partnered, just explore something about your partner or your child or your neighbor, or your coworker, Explore something that fascinates you in some way. And keep it simple. So the call to action, do something daily that allows your explorer to blossom. Discover and do things daily that will help you feel good. One way that I have suggested to folks is to get into journaling. Go buy a new notebook that has 365 pages in it. Each page is one day. First page is the first day that you start the journal on. And in just two or three words on one line, write down something that made you feel good. Something or someone. That's it. Just a quick, like a tweet, just short, quick. The next day, new page, Write down something new. And you might think, "So what a waste of a journal. I'm only writing one thing on one page at a time. Well, folks, here's the deal. Keep that journal going for the next 30 years. 30 years from now, you're going to look at that page, and on January 1st, you're going to see 30 different items that had inspired a feeling of goodness on that day. and as we close this class to learn more about all of the classes that we have at Soul University simply visit souluniversity.org and get started today we look forward to seeing you in class